What up? This is High Definition Pod. This podcast that is it's Maurice. Therese. <laughs> <laughs> we back for another episode. Um, yeah. What do you do, my brother? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like it, yourself, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Understood. Understood. Yeah. Um, If it's your first time joining us, we want to say thank you. Uh, You're a returning listener or viewer. uh, Yes. Thank you um, for joining us. We we do not take your uh, viewing us and listening to us for granted. We do not. Um, It's actually humbling. Very much so. Um, Once again, thank you all. Um, There's a link tree in the description. You can just click that. It will take you to everywhere where we are, all our social medias, our email. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what you think about what we think. Uh, if you agree or if you disagree, we appreciate either view. Uh, we just don't tolerate any form of disrespect. You will get a VIP invitation to the block party uh, if you do that. So please do not do that. Um, our platform is all about us engaging cultural conversation from a biblical perspective. We try our best to come from a biblical perspective we're not perfect uh we do get we have gotten some things wrong um we're still learning mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're yet still learning um but that is where we try our best to um have the foundation of all of our conversations uh, but, but we don't mind correction yeah we do not but we're also we're human we still live in this thing called life too so yes uh as the bible says, we're working out our own soul, soul salvation so it's it's some things we still working out ourselves. So uh we we gonna keep it real with you. <laughs> hey, hey, we hey. Gonna, we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it a book. That's it. So yeah, that's what we're about. So my brother, um the topic for today, uh you bought you bought us into the docket. I um, did. Well I've I've been wanting to talk about it too, but since you yeah. since you bought it, I want you to kinda lay it lay it out there before we go. So uh ooh, when did this start? Uh, February, like the first week of February, first, like, like February eighth, like I think. It was yeah, eighth, third, somewhere, some, somewhere around it, something. So, uh, little old Kentucky, um, part of Kentucky was this in? It's Asbury. It's Asbury the University, University, but I don't know. Um, I don't know the exact area. I don't know the town. You, you, you talk. I look it up. But so, um, something caught fire uh, up in old Asbury, uh, Kentucky. Or I guess that's where it's at. I, it's a university that's up there. Um, well, uh, basically what happened was uh, they had their normal student uh, yeah. service. Yeah, they had chapel service. Chapel service. Three times a week. Three times a week. And with this particular chapel service. It's in Wilmore, Kentucky. Ah, Wilmore. There we go. It's probably about an hour out. Hours south of Lexington. Oh, okay. Well, so. at this, they had the chapel service, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, after it was, after it was done, uh, a lot of the students were like, "Let's just keep on going. Let's just keep on praising." Um, and man, it. It just kept going. Yeah. It kept going and going. How long did it go for? I thought um, it was still going. Or did is it, it still going? I think, they stopped it. I, I think they may have stopped it. I think they tried to move it to a um, another location because one, it is a, it is a it is a school. 
and they don't want to, you know, hinder people's experience with God. So they were like, let's try to get it some put somewhere else because one, we are a school. You guys got to get to class and yeah. But um, Asbury Revival is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, uh, that sucker went on and on. And people from all over, all over like, the, literally, the all country over the world came just to experience uh, what was taking place. Yeah. There were skeptics. I, for one, am a skeptic. But that is okay to be a skeptic because in our skepticism, usually there's revelation, my opinion. So it causes me to do what? Dig deeper Mm -hmm. and look into something. And while I am searching, I'm definitely going to find something that is going to either cause me to pause and go, hmm. There's gonna be something that's gonna go. Oh, oh God, yes, I, I, I feel you. I see you. Yeah, and this is pure. So, what are your thoughts on um, this whole thing? And I'm like the you. Spread. I'm like you. Um, probably a little. I was probably a little skeptical of it. But let me tell you before you go there. Let yeah, me tell you why I was skeptic though. So there's a movie called Jesus Revolution that that just came out. Yeah, I heard about that as well. So it the timing was kind of weird for me. So. It was like, I was trying to dig in and see if there's anybody that had any affiliation with the movie, mm-hmm. was a part of this, and that I didn't find anything. No. Yeah. Um, I I was probably a little skeptical of it at first as well, um, just because I think the last revival I heard about, and this is probably how far removed I am, what's the one that was down in Florida? Um it started getting weird. Mm. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I was starting to keep up with that one. And then when they started doing the weird stuff, like, I mean, it started getting, it was, it was getting real weird. I was mm. like, okay, dad, how can, can you biblically find some of this stuff going on? Mm. Um, but the more, I, like I said, the more I looked into this one, it was none of that. What I saw, there was a whole lot of accounts of, it just being just prayer, worship, a whole lot of repentance, mm-hmm. uh, and that's really like some of the interviews I saw. It was one interview I think I, I think it was on. I saw clippers off of Fox. I think mm-hmm. well, it might have been CNN because they they showed some of it too. With shot, yeah, exactly. Um, and there was I think the young lady she was saying, yeah, it's it's really it's just being marked by. There's like a presence of God that just is drawing people to repent. Mm-hmm. Um, we're praying for people. Uh, we have worship, and then we have more prayer. There's really not like any headliners, and I think that's another thing that stood out to me too. That's the beautiful thing about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's something that has grown organically, and is drawing people. So, like I I agree with what you said initially. I was I was skeptical, but the more you look into it, um, the more you're like, okay, God, I can really see how you're, what it is you're doing, and it, it could be. It could be the continuance. It could be the start of something. Um, mm-hmm. What people have called the 
people been praying and prophesying for a long time about what's called the third great awakening mm-hmm. of, you know, just revival and things like this spreading all across the country. So could this be the start of that? Could be. Um, so, yeah. And Please. then I think it was a it was a pastor I saw on IG. Mm-hmm. He was talking about a prophecy that Bob Jones gave. Mm. Uh, they thought it was going to happen when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Back in 2020 or hmm. 2019. No, they won right before the pandemic. Yep. So they thought it was going to be then. But now that the Chiefs don't, they run this, won this recent Super Bowl. They were like, and then the Asbury Revival broke out because Bob Jones said, and this was like over 50 years ago, mm-hmm. he's like, when you see the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl, you're going to see Revival break out. And this one coincided with. Really now? Yeah. Hmm. It, 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 this one coincided with them. It, a lot of people thought that when one. they won the last yeah. one, Revival was gonna break out. When they won the last one, the yeah. pandemic broke out. And now this one, they won the Super Bowl, yeah. and this revival broke out like oh, right wow. at, right at the same time. That's crazy. So it's something to keep your eye on. That is, yeah, that's crazy. No, but this has happened plenty. This has happened several times at Asbury. Um, some people say it's like deja vu. Uh, it happened uh, in um, 1908. Happened in 1921, 1950, 1958. There's been other occasions, but then they add 2023 20, to that. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah. So, what is revival? A lot of people ask that. What is revival? So, uh, according to Merriam-Webster. Revival is an act or an instance of reviving the state of being revived, uh, renewed attention or an interest in something, a new presentation or publication of something old, a period of renewed religious interest, an often highly emotional evangelic meeting or series of meetings, restoration of force, validity, or effect. So that's what revival, as far as Merriam-Webster's is. Now, from the biblical context, I guess, where revival refers to a spiritual awakening from a state of dormancy or stagnation in life of a believer, it encompasses the resurfacing of a love for God and appreciation of God's holiness, a passion for God, for God's word and his church. Mm-hmm a convicting awareness of personal and corporate sin, a spirit of humility, and a desire for repentance and growth in righteousness. So I'm going to stop right there. So what you said was there was a breakout of repentance um, and just like a hunger. Mm -hmm. And so just reading that, Pre lines up, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, when I looking into it, looking at everything, being a skeptic, of course, you know, when you see these things happening and then you look and see what actual revival is from a biblical context, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I see that. Like, we heard stories of uh, members from the LGBTQ uh, community. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, repenting, 
um, from what I heard. Uh, some were leading. I think what caused people to pause was there were some of them that were leading some of the worship services. Um, you know, I stopped and I thought about it. I was like, mm, okay. And you would think a red flag would fly up and out. But, right. but then I stopped and I realized, I was like, well, if these people who are of that lifestyle are repenting, in that moment of your repentance, that title goes away. Yeah. Now, repentance is a change of heart and a change of mind. I've said that on the past episode, right. past episodes. You know, it's not just an emotional high and an emotional um, declaration of I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but after the the I'm sorry has been said, we turn right back to the vomit that we tried to turn turned away from. You know yep. what I'm saying? So like it's you know so in that moment I was like, okay. In that moment of your repentance, yeah. Okay. But then I think, okay, you know, remember what remember what Christ said, now go and sin no more. Right? So we have to understand that one, revival is repentance. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to go to Asbury. Or wherever a revival breaks out at to experience re- revival, because revival starts where? Start with you. There you go. You know, and one of the beautiful things I um, I loved about seeing this, I heard stories of uh, prominent people calling to say, "Hey, can we lead your service?" And they were like, "No, you can come experience what's going on." Mm. Yeah, I heard a story. I, heard a story. I don't know who they didn't say who it was, but there's a, there's someone called. It was like, hey, can we you know come lead your worship service? And they were like, no, mm. you can come and experience what's going on, but no, we don't. This is this is re- regular everyday people. Interesting calling out for God, a renewed outpouring of His Spirit upon us. That's very interesting, and. I was like, man, that's because how many? Because think about it. If hypothetically speaking, you have a revival service, and uh, what's the cat from Jaira uh, um, Chandler? Chandler Moore. Chandler Moore. He hits you up and he goes, "Hey, oh, man." I see what you guys got going on over there. I love it. I can just, I can feel the spirit from where I am and I just want to be a part of it. Can I come lead your service? How many people are going to turn that down? Not a lot. I'm going to say 50 50. 50 50? Okay. I think they will. Who is somebody that more than likely you're going to go? Man, it'd be dope if they came if they were here to do you know how many for me? For you. Yolanda Adams for me. Cause I'm gonna tell you what. Sorry, I should not have made that first. <laughs> Part of that, cause, cause look, alone in a room. Oh my lord. When that chord hit, 
It's just me and you. Oh my God. My issue with that song. It sounds like <laughs> I know where you're going because I was, first of all, it, bro, came, it came on and Quiet Storm. It did, it did right it after did. Silk uh, meeting in my bedroom. It or did, I'm it like, did. it's one of those songs. Like, I'm like, y'all play this at the wrong time. The wrong time. Like, don't be, don't be taking something that was meant for the that, Lord. Don't that song, be, that song sound, it sounds too sexy it's, too. It's like, very sensual. It's a very sensual song. Like you making love to the Holy Ghost. No, oh wait, Lord, wait, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, <laughs> I understand we are the bride. Yeah, yeah I'm like, hold I'm like, I understand come, that. I understand that. Yeah, that. Come on now. Come on now. Don't be out here making a mockery. You know me, I'm R and B here. So I bet. it's like after one says <laughs> no one says one three in our area, that's quiet storm uh, after ten o'clock. <laughs> Next thing you go from every freaking night, every freaking day to alone, alone in the room. What? What? Huh? What? <laughs> no, that's just I don't know that that after my my years growing up, that's just done put a bad taste in my mouth for this song. Is it nah, really? Wow. Nah, okay. nah. Um, who? If it was for, for me, you, for you, who would be? If I if I was inviting someone for a revival, I'd be yeah. like, for me to turn them down. Mm-hmm. Um. And I really don't listen to a whole lot of artists, but for me, mm. Todd Delaney, Ta- he Ta- would Delaney? be one. Todd Delaney? He would okay. be one. I'd be like, ooh. Now he right. called and say, oh, that's going to be bad. Holy Ghost guys would be like, look, you, I know you low on them, but no. This time around, no. 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 Because you don't want to turn this into a spectacle. Yeah. That's the, the thing. I, I, based on what I've seen from him, he yeah. he's all about the word. Yes. He's all about really just invoking presence. You. So I'm like, yeah. I know he would be one. But, he, but it's... You know, the thing I loved about it was it's look, it's the people that don't get put on these platforms mm-hmm. and stuff. These are the ones who are leading the services. So it's it feels like it's more oh, more authentic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I, I wrote down something, it's like less lights, less show, less entertainment, mm-hmm. less fancy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was more simple, more authentic. More prayer, pursuit, and pursuit of God. More humility, more repentance. Yeah, you know, more of God's word. And here's my thing: there were no de- denominational lines. I noticed that too. Loved it because I heard. Uh, uh, I also heard a side story of there was someone who was uh, Protestant. Uh, there was someone who was Pentecostal. Someone who was Baptist. They were all worshiping together. And, you know. Wait, what? Wait, what? Like a Baptist and a Protestant mm-hmm. and a Pentecostal are worshiping together? Oh my gosh. That this this is this is not good. No. And y- y'all know my grievances with denominational lines. But no celebrities, pastors, worship leaders, prophets. The the word was coming from people who it was coming from Joe the Plumber. <laughs> it was coming from the hairstylist. It was coming from the everyday college student. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This this is what was taking place at Asbury. Yeah. And it was it was beautiful to see. Um, even though I was a skeptic yeah. of what was taking place. But True revival can't be separate from obedience to the word of God. 
And from whatever everything that was taking place that I saw lined up with the word of God, the messages uh, that were taking place. Um, let, let me interject because I, I know um, so I was on Facebook. I seen a reel from um, Prophet uh, Jeremiah Johnson and mm-hmm. he, he rubbed some people the wrong way, but this particular reel that I saw, he said revival is the um, the working of the Holy Spirit in the believer mm-hmm. that brings about repentance yes. and obedience. Bad. I was like, hmm. Repentance and, and obedience. And he was like, the reason we really don't, you don't find the word revival in the New Testament mm-hmm. is because what we consider revival in our day is what they lived in their everyday life. Right. In, in the, During the time of right. the New Testament. So I was, when he said that, I was like, okay. Yeah. That makes, that makes sense. It does. It makes perfect sense because imagine, imagine if Jesus and the disciples were walking the earth today mm. with all of the technology that we have. Mm. The stuff that they were doing. Yeah. That was just like an everyday occurrence. Well, yeah. According to yeah. or according to a Bible scholar, I I read, I was listening to. He was saying, even in the Book of Acts, all everything that happened in the Book of Acts, it was over a span of about thirty years. Yeah. So what you read in one chapter was uh, uh, this healing and this miracle taking mm-hmm. place. When you flip over to the next chapter, they might have they might have took place maybe five or six I'm years down later, the road. Yeah. So I was like that. But however, but just look at the things that Jesus did. Yeah. If he was walking on earth today and all the technology, everything yeah. going viral, it would be an everyday occurrence for him. Oh, most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely. So I think for us, Asbury, I I'm hoping it's a starting point. I mean, it's and, and from what for, for what I've seen on social media and you know, everything, it like it's spreading. Yeah, because I got a bunch of okay, so you got Asbury University, you have the ramp in Alabama, Sanford University in Alabama, uh this place called Jackson, that's a I guess that's a, a high school in Georgia. Um Cedarville, I got a bunch of stuff on here. Ohio Christian University, Lee University, Park Hill, which is in um Missouri. You had uh you got Bethel. Which is in Austin, Texas, and then also San Antonio, Texas. You got Indiana Wesleyan University, the Gate, which is I know the Gate. That's in Charlotte. Um, so these are a bunch of different places. But you also there's stuff that's breaking out in Uganda, uh, Israel. Uh, you seen where they said in the upper room, yeah. prayer had broke out. Yeah, I was yeah, like, whoa. I said, whoa. So it's these things are. And you know, you know what? I wasn't, I wasn't gonna bring this up, but you know how it says that uh, in in the last days he's gonna pour his spirit out upon all flesh. Yep. Um, that word "all flesh" that means every fleshly being yep. on this earth, not just pour my spirit on. Folks who believe in me, yep. but folks who don't believe in me. Mm-hmm. 
now I was thinking about that on a ride one day. And I was like, man, you ever notice how in certain movies um, or like with movie, like movies that are directed by specific certain people, you know, their movies are more, you know, not godly. Yep. And then they have this one movie that has a has so many subliminal biblical references in a mm-hmm. sense where it's like, man, I could I could see Bible in that, you know, or you know, like that. Who's to say that like the spirit being poured, they're getting they're having dreams. Because most directors that say, I dreamt this, or they were just had a revelation of something. Right. And that's how God works. He drops revelation right on you. You're like, whoa, wait a minute now. They get this spark of revelation from Mm -hmm. God, and it's pure because it's from God. It's pure. It's, it's, It's undefiled, but... We can un- we can defile it, yeah. The how we apply it. So it's so wild because like you'll see mo- like we've seen movies where we're like, there's there's some biblical reference there, mm-hmm. you know. It's not blatant; it's more kind of hidden, and you can see it. That's how I think about his the spirit the spirit being poured out. You know, where they they take it, they get it, and then they use it for a personal gain. Yeah. Um, you know, they kind of just jack it all up. But that's how I've always looked at that. Is that his spirit is poured like it's a gift and it comes without repentance and how we use it. Because even some of us in the church, we have a gift, and I we're supposed to give our gift back to God. But a lot of us use our gifts for our own selfish reasons. There you go. Because, I mean, we could look at all these singers and stuff. Yeah, They have the most angelic voices. That's a gift from God. Some of y'all just hollow, though. That's true. A gift from God. But for the ones who don't. For the ones who don't. The ones who can hold, stay in that pocket and hold that. You know, they singing, you know. Songs that ain't got nothing to do with God, but God does not have to repent for giving you that gift or giving yeah, him that over. gift. She told the line, it's there. It's there. It's there, man. It's there. It's there. The right get the right get get the right people around her. You know what I'm saying? That's all about it's all about the company you keep, it's my opinion. John Morant. I'm not going there. <laughs> Tune in the views <laughs> for that one, for that, take, for that take. But, but oh, yeah, man, boy. it's you know, like gifts are gifts. The Lord, he he drops gifts on us, and how what we do with them is up to us. But he he gave it to us to give it back to him. You know what I'm saying? So, question? Yes. Revival. Revival. Have we, based on what we've talked about so far, mm-hmm. 
The revivals, as we have known them growing up, is normally a ch- long church service. That's a week long. A week long, mm-hmm. different speakers coming in. Mm-hmm. They raise an offering mm-hmm. every every day. You might have every you day. might have a few healings what, and whatnot. Yeah, you going you gonna shout. You gonna get yeah. You gonna get your all that. On. Yep. But then, is there any significant change? No. So that's what it all boils down to. Now we won't know. How you know if a revival was indeed a revival depends on each and every person that attended and how they move forward in their life after they leave that service. Yep. Because a lot of times we call stuff revival. And it ain't. And it ain't. It's just a church service. It's just, you know, we take the word. Oh yeah, it's a revival, ah. and we buck, we shout, we hope, we holler, and then I go back home and I still beat my wife, or I call that young lady up that's in the midnight hour. That's, that's not, not your, your wife. wife, or you know, pop open the good old laptop and go to some Pornhub, OnlyFans, OnlyFans, uh, yeah. Whatever. You see what I'm saying? That is true revival is you. It's within you. It's not some service. It's not. Now I think services can be precursors for change. Because I believe that there could be something in their message that is delivered. That really pricks a person, mm-hmm. that draws them to repentance. But do you know the the guy that spoke that started the whole Asbury revival? I, th- I think I, I saw like a clip or something where he said he felt like that was the worst sermon that he ever preached. Yeah, but look at what it sparked, though. You see what I'm saying? Is don't don't sell yourself short. Yeah, you might not have the most ele- um the most elegant um. Speech or sermon, mm-hmm. but guess what? What who who was a stutter? Was it Moses that stuttered? Yep, Moses stuttered. You ever heard this? You ever heard the saying, "God uses crooked sticks to make straight lines"? I've never heard that. Well, there you go. So he uses the most imperfect things to create perfect things. David, David, a man after his own heart, murdered, murdered, fornicated. They messed up. Moses killed a man. Peter Peter betrayed Jesus. There you go. Paul murdered folk and wrote half the New Testament. Boom. Rahab was a hoe. She was. And she's in the bloodline of Jesus. Bam. Noah. Noah. Built was the ark. A, was a drunk. Built the ark, saved his family. The man was a drunk. Restarted the whole population. A, a drunk. He was throwing a, a bike. Belligerent. He was throwing drunk. a bike. He was throwing shots, shots, shots. It was happy hour every hour. <laughs> every hour. 
I mean, but God uses messed up folk. He uses messed up folk, yo. So I'm gonna tell you, man. Don't don't sell your don't sell your testimony too short, because God can use that to spark something in someone's life. You never know who is who in your presence is dealing with what you came from. Don't don't take that testimony for granted. Don't take it for little. Don't belittle it. Don't because God can use that. A mustard seed of faith. Yep. A mustard seed of faith. If you ever seen a mustard seed before, it is very a small. very 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 tiny. Very small. But he said a mustard seed of faith can do what? Move mountains. Move mountains. Have you ever seen a mountain? Huge, grandiose, but a small mustard seed of faith can move enormous things like mountains. How do we steward revival? How do we steward revival? Discipleship, guys. Discipleship. We keep bringing that up. Discipleship. And also biblical literacy, making sure that we understand the actual context of the scriptures. But, yeah. let, but let's think about, mm-hmm. let's, let's, th- let's think about this. Let's just say, okay. let's say Asbury mm-hmm. was down here at Wofford. Gotcha. How do we in the local community and local church, mm-hmm. now this is us brainstorming, going through a little mm-hmm. thinking. We're not leaders of churches. We're not leaders of denominations. This is us based on what we know so if you're listening to this or you're hearing this and we say something that you agree or disagree with, please let us know and give us some insight, especially if you are um, a leader within the religious community. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, we're coming from a Christian context, so um, any pastors, apostles, anybody out there, y'all you know, give us your insight. But let, let's say Asbury happened in Wofford. Mm. Right here in Sparkburg, South Carolina. Oh, South Carolina. If that happens, how do we steward that? What do we do? So let's say it's going on. Let's let's say Asbury. Let's say instead of it being the Asbury revival, let's say it's the Wofford revival. Okay. And let's say let's say it's still going on now. Okay. What do we? How do we? Do we? It, it, or should we? Just keep it going until it kind of dies down or are we to or should the leaders of the inner community who are intentional about once we say okay we see God moving this is this is a God thing mm-hmm. should the leaders in the community intentionally come together not try to take any of the the platform any of the shine ooh drop your pride because this, this ain't about any one person getting the spotlight. And it ain't about your church yeah. feeling its pews. Because I, I, t- I, I think that we're, we're, seeing, we're seeing the scripture fulfilled in this too. When uh, I think Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. So yes. apparently, yeah. Jesus has to be getting lifted up in Asbury. Yep. Because people from all over are being drawn. There you go. I mean, and... Like, like we just established earlier, there's not really any any superstar. Mm-mm. There's no one. This this is something that's Everyday organic. Everyday folk. This is, I'm so genuinely. So at, 
as the revival is going on, so let's go back. If it was being held in Watford, mm-hmm. what do you think the leaders of our area should? What's something that they should do? Should we? What? What? How do we? How do we steward this? Is it something that we? We kind of say, okay, look, we're not going to do the service. We're going to redirect it to this location. Mm-hmm. And are we going to start meeting with certain leaders to say, look, how can we, can we take this? Can we start praying for you local government leaders? Mm. Do we spread it like that? Mm. Do we, do we now start saying, hey, can we come to you? Let's come to your school board meetings. Can we Mm. pray there so that y'all can have the wisdom of God as you conduct your school board meetings? Um, Like, do we take it that route? Do we? I think all of that is my thing. We got to stop contain trying to contain the spirit within four walls. Facts say that again. We have to stop trying to constrict, limit the spirit of God in four walls. You know where we need to be at. We need to be at the homeless shelter. We need to be at the soup kitchen. We need to be at the school board meeting. We need to be at the governmental meeting. We need to be police in departments. police departments, the fire departments. We need to be at the courthouse praying for that, that man that just murdered someone. Yes, praying for that man who just murdered someone. Yep. That young lady who just murdered someone. That we need to be outside the strip club praying. The abortion clinic. The abort. The abortion clinic, we need to be in the hospitals. If you really want to see a mighty move of God, we have got to get out of the four walls. I'm not saying we shouldn't meet within the four walls. I think that we should meet in the four walls, have strategy, strategize, formulize, and then disperse. Okay. Since you said that, and it, it just sparked something in me. Talk to me. Have we also, in that context, I believe we have the wrong mindset of what church is. The reason I say that is. We do. Um, I had a conversation with someone on Facebook a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I basically said, "Have I think we have, because we've all heard the saying, the church is a hospital. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an issue with that is because we yes. on, it's like we only see the church as a hospital. Right. Therefore, there's nothing but sick people in there. Is the it should be a hospital as well as a school or some place to equip. I believe it should be like a almost like a military base. I I believe it. You have the triage. You also have a training area. You have a place where I don't I don't know I don't know all the terminology. Yeah, I don't know them either. But you got a place where you strategize for mm-hmm. um for battle. Uh, you have you have the mess hall or you, you know the child 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 uh, child whatever it is called. Mm-hmm. Like, but so yes, we should be healing folks. But some of y'all we keep going be, back for the same. We do. We keep going back. To the altar for the we same do. stuff we do, and every week. What you so? And to, 
He's okay. Don't let me disrespect you. It's, I mean, if you need it, go back until you can get your change. I'm not gonna take. Uh, go. But, we we admonish you to go. <laughs> but at, so, at some point, at some point, you in your personal life gotta go. Why do I keep having to go back to the altar for the same exact thing? Let's get to the root of what it is that you are trying to pray for in your life. If you keep screwing, are you just lonely and you need somebody? If you if you just lonely, if you're lonely, if you're lonely, if if that if that's your issue, what is it in your past that? Oh, what trauma did you go through in your past? Yeah. That causes you to What void are you trying to fill? What yes. What is it? What is it? That's that's keeping you going back to the same thing. You're you're going back to this dude or this woman. Mm-hmm. You're going back to that bottle. Mm-hmm. You're going back to that pipe. What you're going back it? to that weed. You what is it that you're trying to use to fill a void that's really only meant for God to fill? Because what what that is is it that's the fruit. That is being produced. You got to get to the root. Yeah. To cut off the fruit. Now I'm saying? Because I could pluck an apple all day long and think that it's going to, the vine's going to wither away. But if the root's still there, it's going to do what? Produce another apple? Whole lot more. So you got to get to the root. And it's it's one of those, and it it may take therapy. God and a God in a brown couch. It may take God in a brown couch to get you to that root. But guess what? It's worth it. Yep. Because we almost become. Almost bipolar. Oh Lord, forgive me for this. Forgive me for this. I need healing. I heal. Oh, I need it. 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 Do you need? Do you want Jesus more, or do you want that more? Yeah. Because a lot of us say we want Jesus more. Let's be. Let's be real here. Be real. Be like, Lord, I love the feeling of this thing. I want to feel your presence more, and I want to prioritize your presence more than this thing. Holy Spirit, guide me Mm -hmm. to someone that can help me Get delivered from this over here. Yeah. Because a lot of times we, I'm not saying that God, you know, I have seen God have, God, the, the spirit has touched someone and they come, thing, they just have this disdain for whatever it was. I don't know what it was, but they have a disdain for it. Yeah. But then I also have seen people that have to take a 12 step program to get delivered from something. Yeah. But the deliverance doesn't stop when you come out of something. You're being delivered to something. Yeah. Because we got to remember that. Deliverance is not just being taken from something. It is being 
brought into something else. But that's the realization of it. Yeah. So I think if one of the things that's going to help us to steward we as the church, mm-hmm. if we're going to steward revival, we're going to have to start seeing the church differently yes. as more than just a hospital. Yep. Got to. So we, I think we got, we're going to change mindsets. Um, we're going to have to come away from the spotlight. Yeah. The spotlight, when it comes to us in the church, when it comes to us in the body of Christ, he's supposed to be in the spotlight. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. You know what's crazy? Because a, a lot of people would say that Christ looked like a normal, everyday guy. You know, he wasn't like this glorious uh, Fabio. I remember Fabio, right? You don't remember who Fabio was. Look him up. He was like this model, right? White guy, long flowing hair. I said Jesus was white. I'm just giving a prep. I'm just showing you. I'm making a, just making a depiction here. So like, Jesus wasn't this overtly glamorous person that people just gravitated towards. He was an everyday guy. He was a carpenter. Everyday guy. The book of Isaiah said he was of no comely appearance. No comely appearance. Meaning with ugly. (laughs) No comely appearance. But in certain parts of the Bible, it says that when a person is very comely, they're very attractive, right? That's how I think about it. So So Jesus was... A five on on the scale of women grade us on. Maybe a six. All right. Kevin Samuels had a whole lot to say about he would. new grades. So. He would. But so Man, he he's his average guy. But it was... The spirit that attracted people. The woman with the issue of blood, right? Mm -hmm. She heard about him. And she said, I got to get to him. Even if I just got to touch the hem of his garment. Right. She She had faith that just touching... A slight thread of his garment would heal her. That's faith right there, Bo. That's faith. A little thread. If I could just touch the thread. And just a little thread. He felt power brought him. And he stopped. He said, who touched me? In a crowd of people. She fought. She fought. People gotta understand. To be healed delivered, you got to do some fighting. Oh, boy. You got to do some fighting. You ain't never lied. I'm, I'm just saying, sometimes man. Sometimes a fight just keep your, keep your mind sane. That's it. It's a fight. It's a fight. There are some, there are, there are people within the church that wake up every day and think about ending it all. 
But they, but God. Yeah. They but God their way through each and every day. Yeah. It ain't always peaches and cream. It's not. It's not. I'm telling you, it's a battle out here. And it ain't with flesh and blood. It's with spiritual things. We you know, I was thinking about something. You just talking about how Jesus was only of comely appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, so things in the book of John, John 1 and 14, I, I think it's verse. Um, he said, um, what John 1 and 1 said, in the beginning was the word, where it was God. Where mm-hmm. it was God. Mm-hmm. John 1 and that's John 1 and 1. John 1 and 14 said, the word became flesh and dwelt among us, right? Mm-hmm. The word dwelt, if I'm not mistaken, in the Greek, it means the tabernacle. Mm. If you go back and look at the tabernacle of Moses, mm-hmm. if you look at it, if you was to look at it from an aerial view, the actual sanctuary of the of the tabernacle, it was covered by like dead animal skins mm-hmm. uh, and all of that. If Jesus, if it, if it says that the word became flesh and dwelt or tabernacle among us, the tabernacle of Moses was also a picture of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. If the dead animals, if you look at it from the top, the top part of the sanctuary, all you see was a bunch of dead animal skins, You that wouldn't be something real pleasing to you. No. Well, when you lift it up, when you lift all those dead animal skins, it used to have blood on them, lift that up, all you see was gold. Glory. All you see was beautiful. Once you get, once you get inside of Christ, you see the beauty of who he is. Yes. And that's what that's part of what revival is about is yeah. about is about calling people to see the beauty of who Christ is. Yes. But it comes through the vein of repentance. It yes. comes through us putting the spotlight on him and not on us. Yes. Because I, repeating the scripture again, yeah, he said if I be lifted up, I would draw me unto me. So if he draw if people are drawn when we lift him up, what happens when we lift ourselves up? Ooh. Mm. And if we lifting ourselves up, you can rest somebody from. If he is here, if he's here, if we lift ourselves up to where he is, correct me if I'm wrong, but have we not made ourselves an idol? We have. And if I'm if I read my Bible correctly, God has an issue with idolatry. I mean, I mean, he kept 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 the Israelites out of the promised land for forty years. They was doing what? And they're shucking and jiving on stat like statues. You just said shucking, shucking and jiving. Shucking and jiving. So I mean, I think that's something we need to be thinking about. Um, I'm trying to be very careful because I don't, I just don't feel like pushing that much of an envelope that, on this episode. <laughs> 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 he you just made. <laughs> uh, but I, we really have to. I, I want us all, especially those of us in our generation, uh, because I mean, we're we're the largest. I think, if I'm not mistaken, numbers say now we're the largest working uh, class right now. Yeah. Um, most of your churches are, for the most part, full of millennials. Yep. Um, 
So that means a lot of us are going to be taking over churches. A lot yep. of us are going to be starting churches. We're, we are becoming the, the mothers and fathers of the church. We're the ones, main ones having kids. Yeah. So I, I need, I, I, I really want our generation. I want, I, my prayer is that we put the spotlight back on Christ and not on us. Yeah, we got to. If we're going into these positions, point the people to Christ. Don't point them to you. And I think that's why we, we haven't really seen Haven't seen just, you know, a shift in the culture of society because we're trying to put the focus on us. Oh, my sermons are the best. We got all this stage lighting and theatrics. We got the best singers. I give the best presentations. I spend a quarter of a million dollars to depict a sermon out of the Bible, which would probably only took ten dollars to make. <laughs> Not throwing any shade at anybody. Nah, I'm just saying. A lot of times we want theatrics. Say that for theater. Let's get back to the word of God, the unadulterated we word want, of God. We want what's going to make us go viral. There you go. There you go. Hashtag that. Let's Don't, go viral. Stop trying to make yourself go viral. Make him go viral. Facts. I don't care what car you drive. I don't care what shoes you wearing. They nice. I don't care and there's, what and chain you got on, what Versace Here's the thing. You got. There's nothing wrong with us having nice there's stuff. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. But when it comes to, and you know, and I'm not trying to, I'm definitely not trying to make this about, about me or you. And we, no. I mean, especially the, con- no. the context of what we're talking about. But I told you in private, I've had, because of because of me, who I am, my calling. People always want to call me pastor. Mm-hmm. So you know you should be doing this. You know you should be doing that. Mm-hmm. First of all, I've I had those conversations. I, I, first of all, I want to tell people just shut up. That's really all I want. I want to tell everybody. Mind your business. That's Bible. Um, <laughs> but I think one of one of my main hesitations is for this is for me. Mm-hmm. I. I'm one, I prefer being in the background. Same. I do not want to be in the spotlight. Same. And my hesitation is all of that being on one person, that attention. Yeah. I'm like, I I'd rather just not even put myself out there. Yeah. Cause God, I don't I don't want to take nothing off of you. I don't, want, I don't want people looking at me more than they look at you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I personally struggle with that. Yeah. And I my prayer for our generation is that as we move as we're moving up, as we're 
taking on these roles as we're trying getting ready to step into these leadership roles and leadership positions is we have to point the people to Christ, not point them to us. Yeah. But I, I will put it in context. Yes, the Bible does give us parameters. We need you need to have leadership. Yep. Um, if you are in a leadership role, especially if you are leader, leading a flock, the Lord has entrusted those people's souls to your leadership and your yeah. authority. So that's something that's very serious. So, and you know what I'm saying? You have, you have to be serious with that. But at the same time, in that, you have to still point them. You got to point them to Christ. Got to. And so even even as we're talking about revival, like Asbury, from what, from what we're seeing – the people are being pointed to Christ. That's 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 the main focus. So I I'm of the opinion that this is probably something that's that's real, mm-hmm. and I hope it continues. I hope that yeah. it, I hope that it spreads to. I hope it gets all the way to the White House. Ooh, like and imagine if people who are at Asbury somehow have access to those who work in the White House. To those who influence policy, yeah, and they, the Lord, ha- somebody opens the door for them to have some type of a conversation, and they're able to, that conversation, the Holy Spirit is able to change somebody's heart, and then look at what what could potentially happen as far as policy is concerned. Yeah, oh, that's where I think revival needs to be. That's how we need to steward it. Now we and we mentioned we need to steward it. So that stuff like that can happen, you know. I heard, I heard a story about um, I, I want to say it might have been something Alabama, Louisiana, something a, a revival broke out mm. somewhere down there in that that area of the country, and there was a guy there. He got saved. Come to find out, he had gotten so touched by by Holy Spirit. He turned, gave his life to Christ. Started coming around. Come to find out, he was running a few abortion clinics. Mm. Because he was so touched by the Holy Spirit, he shut those abortion clinics down. I wonder how many lives have been saved, saved and preserved, and are living today because of his experience with the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, man, when you truly have an encounter with the Holy Spirit, like it's from this from every story that I've heard experience. You just everything that doesn't please God, you want to rid yourself of it. Yeah. How you view things Takes a one eighty. You see what Terrell posted today? No. Um, I'm paraphrasing it. He was basically one thing he said was, um, we don't. Christ doesn't adjust to us. We have to adjust to him. We do. Was that it, right there? Yep, I think that's it. I'm gonna read this, bro. Read read that. The goal is to continuously be shaped and molded into the image of Christ. He never adjusts to fit us. He never bends to accommodate or compromise. He never 
dilutes to become more palatable. Mm-hmm. He constantly beckons us up. Come up here and I will show you what must happen after this. That's Revelations 4 and 1. Mm. Christ doesn't adjust to us. We have to adjust to him. That's facts. Because scripture says he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's in Hebrews, I think. Then Book of Malachi says, I am the Lord. I do not change. So if he don't change, yeah. guess and, who has to change? And, and, and understand, understand, there are going to be things in the word that you, you, don't. Just, you don't agree with. But guess what? You align. Yep. Because if if the if this word is the truth, everything else is a lie, right? The whole turn turn the other cheek. Yeah, die. Ooh, if, if Therese hit me right now, y'all about to see a whole fight break out right here on this camera. What? Let me tell you. We think we want to think that the word of God is predicated on how we feel. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. That thing is set in stone. You better take your emotions and throw them where? To the wayside. Because to. this book. It don't change. It ain't going to change. I don't care how you translate it into what language you translate it. If translated accurately, it ain't changing. It is not. So, it is what it is. Kesara, sarah. So, I, I really do. I hope this thing for Asbury, I hope it spreads. I do as well. So. Up it's something genuine uh, that the lives of those who have declared that 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 Jesus is Lord, um, that thereafter remains on that straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. Not saying they're going to wrestle. With things, because Lord and behold, you will, but you stand on that rock, which is the cornerstone and foundation of our faith. Stand on it. Yep. But remember, revival starts the person you see in the mirror every day. If you have a mirror, you got a cell phone. You got a mirror. You got a mirror. <laughs> the person, the person that you see in the mirror—that's where revival starts at, first and foremost. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. See, it's Bible, man. I'm asking him <laughs> to change his ways. It's the Holy Spirit asking you to change your ways. Aha! Aha! <laughs> Oh man, we got anything else, brother? Nah, man. This y'all let us know what y'all think about what we what we said. Yeah. Um, this another episode of High Definition Podcast. I'm Maurice. I'm Therese. Y'all remember to live life from the highest definition. We'll catch y'all in the next one.